0: The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.
1: I don't think you've driven in far enough to get the garage door shut.
2: Yes, I have. It's okay. <sighs> Well, come on. We're home. Let's get out. Aunt Effie. She's asleep. So is Betsy. Hey. Hey, you two in the back seat. Hey, wake up. We're home. Be
1: quiet, dear. You'll wake the baby. Oh. Aunt Effie. Shake her a little bit.
2: Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie. Hey, you social butterfly. Wink oh. up. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh gracious. <laughs> are we home? Yeah, we are home.
1: Oh. And go and get the back door unlocked oh. here, and I'll bring, bring the baby in. You'll have to carry Betsy in.
2: I <laughs> think I'm going to have to carry Aunt Effie, too. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, I think I'll make it. Just not used to these late hours. I should never have stayed so long at the Cunninghams. Mm. I like Betsy to be home and get to sleep in her own bed. Well,
2: honey, it doesn't do her any harm once in a while to stay out late.
1: Well, it's no fun trying to get her undressed when she's sound asleep.
2: All right, you go on now. Go on, get in the house. I'll bring Betsy.
1: All Why right. My gracious, the house is just freezing. For goodness sakes, well, how could that be? Why, isn't this terrible? Brrr, it's colder than outdoors. Don't tell me the furnace went off. Well, it must have. This kitchen is like the inside of an icebox. Go on into the living room, Aunt Effie. See if the whole house is cold. Hold the door for me here, will mm. you? Keep that baby wrapped up. Well, yes, the dining room is cold, too. Oh, really? A brand new furnace. Oh, well, my goodness. It's no wonder the house is cold. The front door standing wide open. Oh, no. Yes. Good heavens. Do you think you've been robbed? Robbed? <gasps> oh, dear... Come here, quick! What is it? What's Come the here. matter?
2: What get out of the way, out of the way, so I can carry Dear. Betsy right on upstairs. Out of the way, will you? What are you holding the front door open for? This place is freezing. We
1: know it is. Well,
2: close the door.
1: Dear, the front door was open. Wide open.
2: Uh, wide open? Yes. Give
1: me the baby. Hurry up. Now check your silver. See if your silver's still there. Oh. <laughs>
0: Next to the legendary Atlas himself, we can't think of anyone with a better grasp on world affairs than CBS newsmen like Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. They make no pretense at holding the world in the palm of a hand. But when it comes to presenting an accurate and well-detailed report on the important events of the day, they come through with flying colors every time. Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas have traveled widely. They know the peoples of the world at first hand. With decades of news-gathering experience behind them, they can trace the course of world events as quickly as the stories develop. Each Monday through Friday night on CBS Radio, most of these same stations invite you to hear Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. So listen to them regularly. Their lively anecdotes and crystal-clear reports will give you a grasp on world affairs that even a Greek god like Atlas would envy.
2: (laughs) are are you positive
1: yes i've looked all over the house there isn't a thing missing Silver's here my diamond which i forgot and left right on top of my dressing table up there well it's still right where i left it my fur jacket's hanging in the closet well i looked under the beds upstairs there's certainly nobody hiding there i even looked in all the closets yeah
2: i've been all over the house there's nobody here the front door was just plain left open
1: well, who was the last one out of the house tonight when we were leaving the, for the Cunninghams? You were? Well, I didn't go out the front door. I came uh, right out through the kitchen into the garage. Well,
2: somebody left the front door open. Now, I don't know how many times I have said to make sure that the door latches when you close it. You, you people go in and out, and you give the door a push, and it, it doesn't close. You have got to make sure that that Well, latch... now,
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We had just started out when you forgot your pipe and tobacco, and we came back. And you dashed out the front door and back out again. Yes, that's right, dear. You did.
2: Oh, well, there. You see, now if the door isn't snapped tight, it doesn't stay closed.
1: Yes, well, in the future, dear, we'll all try to be more careful. Yeah, Well, mm-hmm. yeah. no, we better keep our coats on for a while till the house warms up. I didn't undress Betsy. It was too cold. I just covered her up well. Yes, fine. Thank you, Aunt Effie. What is it in here, anyhow?
2: 54.
1: No wonder it's cold. It's funny if the thermostat dropped like that, it didn't turn the furnace on. That would have kept the house partly warm, mm. I should think. Keep the Ooh.
2: furnace on. It is on. It's apparently Ooh. been going like crazy ever since we left. But with the front door wide open, that icy wind blowing oh, in... Oh, I
1: know It's just... 54? Did you say it was 54 in here? Yes. 54? Oh, my heavens! God. Yes, what's God the matter? The fish! Eleanor's fish. The what, dear? The bitner's tropical fish that we're keeping for them while they're in Florida. Yes, yes, I know, but what about them? What are you all
2: excited about, fish? The
1: water, dear. They're supposed to be kept warm, 80 degrees.
2: Oh, Oh, well, look, I'm not going to worry about Eleanor's fish. we've had enough nuisance around here taking care of her darned fish and her parakeets and her two dogs. Probably one of the dogs that opened the front door. Oh, Uh, stop it. Well, look, one of them's always going in and out, Oh, where is
1: the, uh, the, uh... The what, dear? What are you looking uh, for? The thermometer to check the water in the fish tank. Oh, here it is.
2: Oh, and that's another thing. All that list of instructions that Eleanor left between taking the temperature of the fish and giving the parakeets... Fresh lettuce, yes, and changing the paper, not playing the radio or the TV too loud because it upsets the birds. Oh, you're joking. I'm not joking. That's what she said. That's what Elna said. It makes the birds nervous. And the dogs have to have vitamins every day. And if it gets really cold, they're they're supposed to have their sweaters on when they go out.
1: Oh, come here. I'm telling you. Come here, come here, both of you. In the dining room. What's the matter? I took the temperature of the water. It's only 62 The fish must be freezing.
2: Well, the fish are eight degrees warmer than we are.
1: We have got to do something. Look at them. Not even swimming. Each one of them is just motionless, sort of hunched up, shivering. get
2: Get out of the way, will you? Let me look. I've never seen a fish all hunched up and shivering.
1: Look, it's all very well for you to make fun of it, but oh, after all, they were oh. left in our care, and it is our responsibility. And Fred and Elner have done many nice things for us. least we can do is take care of their pets. Yes, I must say, you certainly don't want the poor little things to die. Fred Beitner mowed your lawn for a month that time and your back was so all right, bad. All
2: right, all right, I know, well, I know. Okay, well, what, what nice do we do about them?
1: Well, we get them warm, somehow. Well, I would just suggest you change the water. Take the fish out, empty the tank, and fill it up with warm you water. You can't do that, Aunt Effie. Mm? Elner said fish get very upset when they're taken out of the tank.
2: Well, isn't it better for them to get a little upset than to drop dead?
1: Dear, when fish get upset, that's what they do.
2: Well, drop dead. All right, now look. That that furnace is going full blast, and the house will warm up very soon. So take there's... an
1: age to warm up the water again. I think we should do something now. Is this radiator on? Yeah, sure. What it is. about the heating pad? The heating pad. Heating pad, you know, now that's a marvelous idea.
2: What are you going to do with it?
1: Well, we could sort of hold it around the fish tank, keep it on low, so the water in the tank heats up gradually. Fish can't take a sudden change in temperature, Look, dear. It'll, the it'll heating take pad...
2: ages to heat up the water in this big fish tank with a heating pad on low. It's midnight now. Get
1: the heating pad, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why don't you go on up to bed no sense in all of us staying up oh. it's nearly two o'clock no no i couldn't sleep anyhow well i guess it's really my turn to take over dear dear come on let me sit there and hold the heating pad no no i'm all right and your arms must be paralyzed now come on let me hold the pad around the tank for a while
2: no 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 check the temperature
1: mm. oh, all right
2: boy if anybody ever told me i'd be sitting up half the night playing nursemaid to a bunch of fish
1: I must say that little red one doesn't look well at all.
2: Now, I ask you, just how how can you tell a fish doesn't look well, huh?
1: His eyes seem sort of droopy.
2: The poor thing's probably so darn sleepy. He can't hold his eyes open. They probably all wish we'd go to bed and leave him alone. (laughs) That
1: black and golden's a pretty one, isn't it? Oh, yes. Ellen would be just sick if anything happened to these fish. Oh! 72! 72, the temperature has only gone up 10 degrees. Oh, no. Well, we have got to do something and do it fast. On Elner's list of instructions, she said... Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Here, she said they absolutely must have the water 80 degrees. 80 degrees, never colder than 74, never. All right, all right,
2: right, let's just set the tank on the radiator. You
1: cannot do that. That is much too hot. All
2: right, let's do what we should, let's do what we should have done to begin with. Get some hot water and just put it in very, very gradually. Mixing it in slowly so the contrast isn't too great.
1: Would you think that'd be all right? I don't see why not. If we put it in gradually. Hmm. Maybe we should call the pet shop. Hmm. At 2
2: o'clock in the morning?
1: Well, the man who owns it lives upstairs there. He's probably used to people who have pets calling him in emergencies. And if he owns a pet shop, he probably loves animals and all that and doesn't mind. Yeah,
2: well, let me tell you something. No man loves a bunch of fish enough to want to be awakened at 2 o'clock in the morning.
1: Elner will be just sick if anything happens to them. You think I should call her in Florida? Oh, Oh, I don't think I would, dear. You just get her all upset. Yes, I suppose.
2: I'm going to get the hot water. I've had enough of this.
1: Oh, I hope we're doing the right thing, dear. Now, look, I
2: I will take the responsibility, okay? If something happens to the fish, we'll buy some more fish. By golly, I am going to get some sleep. (laughs)
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. New Year's is a time when we all make good resolutions, many of which we later break. But with a big four-day holiday weekend coming up, there's one resolution you'd better make ahead of time and keep. You'd better resolve to drive carefully all year long, but extra carefully this weekend. First of all, streets and highways in many places may be slippery. That means you must anticipate a stop well before you make it, So, you can slow down gradually. Putting your brakes on suddenly will cause you to skid and may cause a serious accident. A second reason for extra caution over the New Year's weekend is the increased traffic that'll be on the road. Don't be a reckless or impatient driver. Third, and most important of all, if you're going to be celebrating the arrival of the New Year by drinking, don't drive. And if you're planning to drive, don't drink. Furthermore, be on the alert at all times for other motorists who may have had one too many. Let's all start the new year right by lowering the shocking highway and accident death rate.
1: For goodness sakes, eat some breakfast. You haven't touched a thing. Well, I'm I'm just really not hungry, Aunt Well, Pour
2: me some coffee, will you? That's so all I'll have time for. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there he comes. Yeah, of
2: course I'm going to be late to work. I, I knew we'd oversleep, staying up half the night like that. You pour my coffee. Yes. What's the matter with you?
1: Two of the fish are dead. 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 When I came down this morning, they were floating on the top.
2: Oh, oh well, that's too bad.
1: Too bad. Is that all you have to say?
2: Well, what do you say? I mean, what do you want me to say?
1: Well, well, it is your
2: fault. My fault? To begin
1: with, you left the front door open. And you're the one who insisted on putting in the hot water.
2: Look, I, I mixed that hot water practically with an eyedrop. I couldn't possibly have burned them.
1: It wasn't that. You shouldn't have used tap water unless we let it settle for 72 hours. I called the pet shop, and the city water has chlorine in it. Also, we use a water softener, and all that is terrible for
2: tropical fish. Oh, well, look, they're gone. We can't bring them back. Now, look, will you two stop looking at me as though I'm a murderer? Pete's ate two dinky little fish. Which ones were they? The red
1: one and that funny-shaped one. I didn't know what to tell the man they were, so you could replace them. So he said to bring them down. Now here, I put a little cotton in this box and I laid the fish on it. See? Now you show him the fish, dear.
2: Me? Look, uh, to begin with, I'm late now. I, I couldn't stop at any pet shop until I, after work, anyhow. I can't go around all day with a box of dead fish in my pocket. You
1: did say last night that you would take the responsibility.
2: I uh, look, Aunt Effie. We I, have
1: I, got to replace them before Eleanor gets back. As it is, she will be just sick. Uh, and I can't go downtown today.
2: I don't know why. Uh, all right, all right. Give me the box of fish, boy, I tell you. These people who go away and just dump their pets on I you.
1: I know, dear, and I have know. A few <laughs>
0: Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.